What you're about to hear isn't a story about a bright, sunny Florida day on the beach. This is a story about what goes bump in the dark and terrible nights. Tallahassee nights. Leslie, you wake up. It's dark out. Your head is screaming. You've had headaches before, but not like this. You remember stumbling to bed feeling like you were dying. Not the first time for that. There's a shit ton of messages on the machine. Bandmates. Mispractice. Your manager at the bowling alley. Wondering where you are. Did you sleep through the day? Wouldn't be the first time for that either. You skip the messages. No time for them. It's late enough they wouldn't answer anyway. You've got to quell this migraine or you'll never get back to sleep. And you're hungry. So hungry. Your freezer is barren save for a couple small pizzas, but for some reason the thought of eating one of those makes you sick. You head out towards that club on the south side. You met someone there the other night. She was into some weird shit, but she stood you up. Maybe you'll see her again. The music is pulsing. Not your usual vibe, but whatever. The room is packed. Everyone is dancing. Everyone looks delicious. The lights flash brilliantly and then shut off to pitch black. Rave. The overgrown. It's dull. Grayscale. Flavorless. But the people are great. They have the most beautiful ability to believe anything. You haven't made your mind up about this place, though. You've been sent here. One man's junk is Sorch's treasure, huh? Why do they even like this shit? Doesn't matter. You made a deal. The Fae don't break deals. You head to the club where that prick owes you a contact. Joe, the bartender. He totally ghosted you. He broke your deal. That debt will be paid. He sees you from behind the Cosmo he's pouring. He looks nervous. Your senses overload. An intense light, then a profound darkness. Bo, this city is a burden, but it's your burden. It's people don't take you seriously. They don't know shit. You don't just know some secrets, you know all the secrets. But you won't be around forever. You ache. Your bones creak. Someone walks past you on the street. People always act like you aren't there. It's that poor kid. He was here a week ago. He's probably died since then. That look. 
You've seen it before. He's clueless. Better go help him before his new instincts lead him into something he'll regret. You're getting too fucking old for places like this. But it's the best place to keep familiar with what goes on in the shadows. Or at least, the only one that will still let you in. You follow him in. Damn, that person from the wild is here again, too. You fucking hate the Fey. Gotta figure out what they're up to. The kid is licking his lips. He's headed into the crowd. Gotta help him. There's a painful flash, then the lights go out. When the lights come back on, they aren't the dim but colorful lights programmed into disorienting patterns. They're the house lights. They shine an unbiased light on all the grime that is usually hidden in the gloom. Zombie Bar is a high-ceilinged dance club. The front entrance is complemented by a raised floor of tables and chairs, where some patrons can talk in relative quiet. Stairs lead up to the balcony. Most of it is just a catwalk with some scattered standing tables overlooking the dance floor below. Those who are really connected, or who can pay up big, can dine in private booths with cocktail service. Down below, the dance floor is flanked on two sides by opposing bars. On the far side from the door is a stage where a DJ spins tunes for the night and occasionally a band plays. Above the winding metal of the stage's rigging is a small balcony with a comfortable set of furniture. Only one man and his select few guests ever sit there. The club's owner, Wes. The three of you are here uh, in different places for different reasons. What do you do? I want to look around for the person who turned me. Now that the lights are on, see if I can remember their face or see their face here. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, here is where we figure out how these moves work. Yeah, there's not really an investigate move, is there? I will say I am just keeping an eye on Les and see how his movements and actions are. Cool. Awesome. I love that. Les, let me tell you that you saw her in the dance floor before you got distracted by how hungry you are here. But she now isn't there. You don't see her anymore. When you try to see where that woman is, when you like stop someone to ask if they saw her, you see, oh man, their, their neck looks so delicious. You just want a little <laughs> nippity taste of that neck. <laughs> is it like they're talking to me and I'm zoning out completely just staring at their pulsing veins you can see it swell with each pump of blood and yeah it's like everything around you is muted to background noise and it's almost like uh, there's some kind of ambient singing coming from this this beautiful delicious neck fuck this i'm gonna like shake my head and walk to the bar and try to get a drink to get over this feeling. Bo, you can try to figure someone out here. You mentioned you were watching him. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
That's not your voice, right? Uh, no, that's not my voice. <laughs> okay. Yes, hello. Uh, <laughs> Bo is not speaking yet. Bo does not speak when he's rolling dice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Figure someone out is plus mind. When you try to figure someone out, roll plus mind. On a hit, hold two. On a seven to nine, they hold one on you. There's questions you can ask. Uh, but I'll go ahead and roll. It is 2d6, right? Yes. Yes, yes, 2d6. Okay. <laughs> Plus your mind score. Making sure. Uh, that is a 9. Awesome. So you hold 2, but they hold 1 on you as well. Sweet. And the they is... Wesley. Yeah. Uh, the questions... That's cool. I'll read... Yeah, it's pretty fun. I'll read for the audience. The questions are, who's pulling your character's strings... What's your character's beef with blank? Blank means obviously you can choose. What's your character hoping to get from blank? How could I get your character to blank? What does this character worry might happen? Or how could I put your character in my debt? I think I would take who's pulling your character's strings. And how could I get your character not to kill someone? (laughs) No, I think it's how could I get your character to come with me? My thinking here, Cap, and you can obviously answer these questions. Sure, sure, sure. So is he coming up to me at the bar? Because don't we have to be interacting? Yeah, I think the interaction here is he's watching you. How I'm going to materialize this is you are holding one on him because you notice him watching you if that makes mm-hmm. sense i mean my my answer for you would be who's pulling your strings is uh this woman because you for some reason feel drawn to her um and how could he get your character to come with him probably be what to lie that he knows where she is do you agree or do you have do you have another do you have other thoughts yeah the what is pulling my strings is the need to know what happened to me and He's asking, how could I get your character to blank come with me, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Either lying or telling the truth about knowing where this woman is, I don't know. Which I have a line, I just don't know how it works with, like, the... You can saddle up to me at the bar, for sure. I think you probably hear him be like, did you see where that woman went, or whatever. And then he heads towards the bar, so yeah, if you want to go meet him at the bar, you can do so. Yeah. While this is going on, Rave... What are you up to right now? I guess, well, I mean, you're probably heading up to the bar as well, right? Yeah, I'm focused on finding Joe. You saw Joe mixing up drinks at the bar when you got here, but then the lights flashed and then went off, and now Joe is nowhere to be seen. Can ghosts only be seen in the dark? (laughs) Oh, sorry, it's a secret. Well, I think anyway, he's normally appears as as a person. Okay. Is it common knowledge that the bartender here is a ghost? I don't think so. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I think he normally appears as a person. Yeah. I bust out laughing at ghosted you when you say ghosted you. Oh, good. Good. He's a ghost. I was on mute, though. I think that I had intended to not tell you that he was a ghost and then kind of forgot and told you he was a ghost, but that's fine. Oops. (laughs) No, I think the thing about this club is that it's safe for monsters, but it's not like there's nothing outwardly monstrous about it like no Mm -hmm. one here is like looks like a monster right so i think this is a place where normal people come and if they see anything out of the ordinary they just assume it's some weird rave get up 
is there a bartender? Yeah, there's several. I mean, this is a pretty okay. bumping club, but the one that Rave is looking for is gone. And I think I actually, now that we have you all kind of sidling up to the same bar, let's get a little bit of uh, description from each of you. Yeah, so I am less Leslie, uh, he, him. Leslie is a 17-year-old. Uh, I put that he is just past shoulder-length hair, metalhead aesthetic, the denim vest with patches, jeans, probably a wallet chain because it's the 90s. He'll put up his hair sometimes, but it's mostly just down, and he less looks shitty right now. Like, he's dirty, he's greasy, his hair is, like, kind of matted to his face with sweat. I think there's probably, like, some chapped lips and cracking on the sides of his lips right now because he hasn't had anything nourishing since he's been awake. But uh, right now he looks like a depraved teenager. Can you tell us about your character? I am playing Raven, or Rave for short, and they use they-them pronouns. They are an androgynous, sometimes femme-presenting, but non-binary. They are dressed like they literally belong at a rave. Very clever. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Probably like some white neon paint spattered overalls. Um, with like a fishnet top underneath that, big old combat boots, um, and they have a shaved head, but their pink, their hair is pink. <laughs> How do we know if their head is shaved? Well, I mean, okay, buzz cut. <laughs> Just like you, Ian. Short. Yeah, short. <laughs> oh, I'm. I look like Ian. <laughs> yeah, just like just me. Kidding. Rave clothes, fem presenting. <laughs> You did have a shave head with pink hair, though. <laughs> that one's true. <laughs> when we first started this podcast. Shaved head, buzz cut. So there is hair, and the hair that you can see is like bubblegum pink. Um, lots of piercings in the face. <laughs> in the face. I'll say eyebrows, because that was like a big thing in the 90s. Uh... <laughs> awesome. All right, Ryan, tell us about your character. Okay. Is he about to do the voice? He always describes himself in his voice. No, I'll wait to do the voice. But I'll just describe my character first. I am Beauregard Gazir. Solid. Solid name. Call me Bo. Is that Gazir with a, with a G? G-A-Z-Z-I-E-R. A very frazzled-looking old man. <laughs> very haggard, salt-and-pepper beard. Scruffy hair, not long, but like kind of a shaggy situation. Unkept, I should say unkept. Sure. Currently, he's rocking some sweatpants, Mm. a tank top, and like a bathrobe over all of that. (laughs) I love it. You look like Frank from Shameless. (laughs) He has some slides on with socks on. You're probably turning some heads in this club more so than the outlandish outfits of Raven less. So you look like the dude mixed with Frank from Shameless. I love it. I love it. So, Bo, you approach Leslie, who is, I guess, trying to 
ask a, trying to get a bartender's attention. I, I don't think any of the three of you can immediately get a bartender's attention as they're all trying to figure out what the fuck is happening. Um, can I get a papst? Young man. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, did you just escape from a ward? What is going on here? Young man, what is your name? <laughs> you don't need to seriously don't need to know my fucking name. Unless you can get me a PBR. I need you to tell me something, son. Have you fed? <laughs> you coming on to me? Look at me. Have you <coughs> fed? No. I'm not. I think that as he looks at you with this intense glare, this very serious deadpan as he says this to you, Less, I think that you see a small portion of his neck between his hair and his beard, and it just bum, 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 seems to be uh, trying to lure you in. No, no. Uh, I, everything I try to eat tastes like shit. Ha. Huh. My friend, it is very important that you follow me. Last time I did that, I got like this. How can I trust you? Well, you've got nothing to lose, do you? I'm alive. I could lose that. I'll stand up, pull out the pockets of my sweatpants. Just there are no secrets here, my friend. (laughs) But I can help you. Trust me. Or don't. Okay. It ain't my problem, but I am here to help. Yeah, no, I'm going to stay right here. You are very odd. I think it's at, at this point you can all kind of hear some more panicked murmurs from around you. Bartenders kind of like hurriedly coming out from the back rooms and kind of uh, seeming a little bit like something's going down. You see someone using the bar's phone. They hang up, seeming confused, seeming upset. Yeah, people are starting to panic. As uh, Rave will go to you, uh, what, what do you do as you approach the bar? <laughs> what? Just imagine you walking up and there's a wizard opening his bathrobe in front of me and you <laughs> yeah. just see him from behind. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Did I hear their conversation at all? Um, I'll say it's up to you. What What are you more interested in honing in on here? Your search for Joe or these weirdos? <laughs> Thanks. I mean, probably Joe, but I think I definitely notice them talking because I know Leslie. And I'm sure Bo stands out like a fucking sore thumb here. What do you do? I'm just trying to, like, understand what is happening. I'm assuming we see that the bartenders are a little panicked, too. You are welcome to try and get a hold of one of the bartenders, or if you're trying to see more, like, what's going on with this place, it would be investigate a place of power. Um, But if you're just talking to a bartender, um, I think that it would be uh, just a conversation until you try to figure someone out. Okay, and the person that just got off the phone. Was that a bartender or was that just a random dancer? It was a 
customer who like, you know, there's no cell phones, it's the 90s, but a customer like went up to the bar during all of this and uh, asked and like, you know, somehow got their attention to use the phone. Should we clarify that this is the early 90s? This is the early 90s where <laughs> cell phones are rare and expensive. Maybe you have some <laughs> beepers on your little belt loops. <laughs> All right, I guess I will try to get the attention of the nearest bartender. Let's do our first uh, patron named character. How about that? How's that feel? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Are we doing That's this? That's cool. Yeah, we're doing this. Uh, roll a dice. River is a bartender, and they walk up to you, and they are also dressed androgynously. Um, and they say, hey, we got a lot going on right now. I don't think we can make you a drink. What's up? Where's Joe? You know, you know Joe. Uh, okay, uh, well, that's part of the problem, is that Joe and several other fucking people are... Not here all of a sudden after that weird flash. Is this like an emergency situation? Do we need to evacuate people? No, 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 of course not. No one is leaving until we figure out who the, where the fuck happened to all these people. Are you kidding? They just disappeared when the lights came on. Did you, did you not see that? Nope. Were you, are you? Do you have fucking tanning glasses on or some shit? I, I'm not sure. We've got to figure out what's going on, so if you don't have anything important to add, then I'm getting back to work. Nope. They start to walk away. They see less, and they stop, and they say, Hey, kid, I'm not making cocktails or anything, but you look like you need a drink. Yeah, Jesus. Um, a Pabst, please. A Pabst. <laughs> You're funny. All right. This one's on the house. And they crouch down and grab something from a lower shelf and hand you a rocks glass of a thick, viscous, red liquid. And it looks amazing. What the fuck is this? That's blood. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I pop up behind you. Wait, I know that pink head. Fuck. Rave. Rave? Raven. Rave. Road. Row. Rachel. No, Ray. it's Rave. Rave. The, the bartender walks away. You look like shit. Yeah, fuck you. D- what? Right here? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Katie. <laughs> oh, hold on, I need to compose myself. You are the reason that I am like this. So fuck you. I didn't do that. Yes. Follow me to this club. It's fun. I mean, this is a sweet place. It's fun normally. I don't know what's happening, but it's fun usually. Who's this old man that's staring at us? Is that that your friend? No, certainly not my friend. Can I get a vibe check on Rave? The vibes are immaculate. <laughs> I don't know what I have to roll to. I think that's going to be figure someone out too. You are, I mean, you're still here unless you've walked away. So you're in this conversation. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm still here. So roll plus mind again. Plus mind. Oh, that's a seven. 
Okay, so same deal. You hold two, and they hold one on you. So, Rave, you get to ask Bo a question from the list. Is there an, an order here, or does it matter? We just have a normal-ass conversation. Not really, and you don't have to spend your hold. You can see how the conversation goes and spend it in the middle of the conversation or at the end. Uh, it just says, while you're interacting with them, spend your hold one for one to ask their player a question. Well, I'll say one is, what's your character's beef with the bartenders? And what's your character hoping to get from Leslie? Do you? So I have a question for Bo before Rave answers here. Are you entering the conversation, like asking these questions literally, or are you just trying to figure that out here? Yeah, I'm just trying to read it. I'm not entering the conversation. Okay, so what? Okay, what's your character's beef with the bartenders? Can I just say Joe's my friend and I want him to tell me what the hell's going on? Yes. And then the other question was, what is your character hoping to get from Leslie? I mean, I'm not really trying to get anything from Leslie. I <laughs> just ran into a friend a at the bar, ball. man. I really wanted his bowling ball, but <laughs> he wouldn't steal it for me. <laughs> kind of translating into GM speak, uh, what's Rave's beef with the bartenders? I think they're looking for Joe. That's all you can really glean from overhearing. And then what's your character hoping to get from Les? Uh, you get the sense that their character isn't really all that interested in Les. It's a good way to put it. Should I ask my question about Bo then? Yeah, you see this <laughs> wild looking man <laughs> uh, just kind of like giving you the bug eyes <laughs> while you're talking to Les. Okay, then my hold is what does your character worry might happen? Why are you watching Leslie like that? What are you worried might happen here? I've seen many alike do harm. To themselves or others. Many alike? I'm right here. Yes. Yes, you are. What's wrong with you, Leslie? I need a drink. I agree. And I need to find the woman who was here. Are you going to drink that? I don't usually like Jaeger, but I'll try it. Mm, does it smell like Jaeger? Looks like blood. I'm going to pound it. Now that I see, like, that glass of blood, I'll pick it up and throw it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck, no. man? <laughs> he needs it. You're trying to throw this glass. Les, do you... I mean, I think that your instincts are telling you you need this glass. I mean, if I can grab his hand and stop it, I'm going to. Or if he breaks it, we'll deal with that. I'm going to say, Les, keep your cool. That is, tell the MC what situation you want to avoid and roll with spirit. Uh, so, yeah, I think I just want to, like, instinctually, not even thinking about it, whip my hand out and, like, have more strength than I thought and just hold his hand still by the wrist. Uh, and when I roll keep your cool, I roll with blood instead of spirit. So the situation you want to avoid is him throwing the glass. Yes. Because I need that sweet Jägermeister. Wow, great first roll of the night. That is a 12 on the dice, plus 2 is a 14. Wow. Damn. That is 
mine. Yeah, Bo, before you know it, Les is just chugging, gulping down this blood. Fuck, that's delicious. Is it better than a Pabst? <laughs> I see. Perhaps you're not the one. The fuck does that mean? That's disappointing. I don't want to buy what this guy is selling. I kind of want to. <laughs> well, I will be on my way. All right, have a nice night. <laughs> you walk towards the door. It takes you a bit to get across the dance floor and then, you know, up the stairs to where the front door is. So, yeah, you go up and there is a very strong man standing there with his arms crossed directly in front of the door. I will see my way out. Good night to you, friend. Old man, uh, must retire early. I'm sorry. Word from upstairs, nobody leaves. Well, that sure is curious now, isn't it? And why would that be, friend? Don't want to be rude, but what the club owner says goes. And don't you see, people are missing. If you leave and we find out it's you, you know, can't find you, it's bad. Bad thing. Gotta stay. How many people are missing? A couple confirmed, but uh, I really shouldn't be talking to you much, so uh, it's just my job to watch the door. So if you could just get back in there, maybe try to get a drink or something, and uh, come back if you see anything suspicious or the, or if you, you notice anyone missing who was here before, obviously. You know, if it, your grandma's not here, doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> I love this guy. You know, I will go down and get a drink, my friend. Thank you. Oh, good. Yep, you're welcome. Nice fellow. <laughs> he leans into his shoulder and talks into his walkie-talkie and says, We got a nice fellow down here. Just so you guys know. <laughs> Raven Les, what do you two do when Bo walks away? How am I feeling after this beverage? Oh, you feel invigorated. You feel like oh, you good. just took a five-hour energy drink. Mm, those don't come out for a few years. That's exciting. You went from, like, <laughs> feeling like you needed to sleep for six days to feeling like you could maybe run a marathon. Wow, that worked, like, instantaneously. You look a little less shitty. You too. What? You saw the woman I was with here last time. You're going to help me find her. Dude, I don't, like, live here. You, you know that, right? You know more people than I do. I, I know everyone. Exactly. But I'm looking for Joe. You help me find this woman, I will help you find Joe. What'd she look like? I want to dip my pointer finger, which I think the nails on my hand are like slightly longer now, into my glass. And with the little remaining blood that's in there, kind of trace it out on a bev nap in blood, what she looks like. She had long black hair and a really shitty turtle tattoo on her wrist. Like, when you look into her eyes, the club goes dark. Every Everything around you is just muted. Do you know anyone like that? Nope. Never. Something with an N. Her name was something with an N. 
I, and I, uh, no, no, Noel, no, Noel, Noel. Christmas. No, her name is Noel. Sorry, I zoned out there for a minute. That's okay. These bright lights are fucking infuriating. I want to use put a face to a name. Ooh, there you go. Uh, when you put a face to a name or vice versa, roll with their faction. On a hit, you know the reputation. Uh, on a 10 plus, you've dealt with them before. You learn something interesting or they owe you a debt. On a miss, you don't know them or you owe them. I will tell you which. Uh, so why don't you roll plus knight? Our first faction move. Fun. Of course, it's my minus one. <laughs> an eight on a hit you know their reputation this is a bad woman this is maybe someone you have been warned against even talking to i mean you've been sent here to do a very specific thing so i think that if anyone is guiding you they have said there's a vampire called noel don't fuck with her I think we know by now. We haven't outright yeah. said it, but... Context clues, but <laughs> I think he's a vampire. <laughs> She's a vampire, for sure. I do know of Noelle. I don't know her personally, but she's definitely a, a bad vampire. A what? A vampire. You know, they suck your blood. They can't go out in the daylight. Yeah, from the books. No, it's real. You've had too much to drink. I don't really drink. Leslie, I think that when she says that, like, yes, of course, you're still in denial. But some part of you remembers that night a week ago, Mm -hmm. uh, which to you seems like only last night. You remember going up to the bar and the bartender, it's not that they wouldn't serve you. It's just that they wouldn't even give you the time of day. And you remember this woman, Noelle, coming up to you and buying you a drink. She was really intriguing, and you don't know why. She eventually, after some conversation and a few more drinks, she invites you outside for a cigarette. And after a little while, she leans in, and for a second you're afraid she's going to try and kiss you, and that is not your thing. Uh, But she bites into your neck and your vision fades Uh, maybe it's the drunkenness maybe it's something else and then uh, it fades back into view and you have something in your mouth some kind of red liquid and she's got an open wound on her arm and then you lose consciousness in totality I don't know what you've taken tonight, Rave, but you were full of shit. Oh, I haven't taken anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not from here, not not okay. today. I don't think you should find Noelle. Why? I mean, I just told you, man, she's a bad vampire. I need to see it for myself. Okay. <laughs> Where do we go from here? I think at this point, for what it's worth, uh, Bo walks back up. Or, I don't know. Well, Bo, would you walk up to them, or wh- what do you do at this point? No, I'm lingering. I would not walk back up to them. <laughs> I am looking for those that went missing. 
I am keeping an eye out on the entire club situation. If you are trying to just keep an eye on things, what better place to do that than up on the catwalk uh, upstairs? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, the catwalk. <laughs> Thank you. If I'm looking at this as like a club to where there's like, not necessarily a catwalk, but there is like an upstairs with a balcony. Sort of both. There is a catwalk with like standing tables, like like tall, you know, the tall tables with no seats n- near them. And people can like hang out up there and have more private conversations. On the side of the club where the door is, there is a proper balcony with the private rooms. Uh, the catwalk extends. There's one over each bar that are kind of parallel. They're on either side. And then the, on the far end of the club where the stage is, the catwalks end, and there is another inaccessible place uh, where that very exclusive balcony is, where presumably the club owner hangs out when he wants to watch things. But you can't access that area right now. I mean, you can try. Uh, I think I'm going to try. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm going to use my old man's strength. Just, oh, I'm senile. I just wandered in here. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Which I'm actually not even that old. I'm not <laughs> like a senile old man. But Right, you're like 60? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, I'm 60. You see another bouncer kind of standing in your way. Uh, he's standing behind a rope that has a little section of balcony where you can turn right and get onto the platform where the club owner has a private table. And then behind him is a door that uh, you could only presume leads to the office of this place. My dear boy, I was sent here. I am a, uh, an air conditioning technician. Okay, uh, I would say, I would say you're trying to mislead, distract, or trick someone. So roll plus mine. All right, <laughs> that's a ten on the dice plus one. Oh my god! I got an eleven. Pick three, you create an opportunity, you explode a weakness or flaw, you confuse them for some time, or you avoid further entanglement. I cannot believe this. This is all I want out of anything in this world. I would like to create an opportunity. I want to confuse them for some time. And avoid further entanglement. And you're trying to... you're. (laughs) misleading them that you are a repairman checking the ac in a bathrobe it's a late night call (laughs) (laughs) i love this what is this bouncer's name uh let's go with bryce i like bryce okay so this well i don't know what you wouldn't know this person's name anyway it says on their badge. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about their names. I just I just care that they will allow me to check the AC. Uh, this is Bryce, and Bryce is pretty muscly, maybe even more muscly than the last guy you talked to, and uh, he's also surprisingly scruffy, like most bouncer types are kind of clean cut here in the 90s, but he looks at you and says, 
Well, well, gosh, this is a weird time. Um, weird time for uh, an AC inspection, but uh, yeah, the roof access is uh, is back there. But leave Wes alone. Uh, he's got a lot to deal with right now. And he uh, unchains the rope for you. I thank you, my friend. <laughs> uh, I should have this figured out real soon. So he lets you pass, right? And I think as you're having this conversation, there's a door, there's another door up up by the private balcony. And it opens, and out comes a wiry, strange-looking man. Most of the club is very bright right now, but there is no spotlight on his balcony, and he walks up to the edge. I don't think he even looks over to see you, Bo. You see that he has no lips. Oh, this is going to be a fun voice. (laughs) 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 He walks up to the guardrail, and he looks down over the club, and I think that people take notice instantly. You don't see very many details of him, because he is kind of in a darker and a shadier place than the rest of the club. But he speaks, and he's not speaking into a microphone, but his voice is somehow amplified. It carries throughout the club. And he says, It would be best if we all just went back to enjoying our evening. As you know, the club handles our own business. Anyone caught going to the authorities will be dealt with. At the very least, we'll never be welcome here again. Thank you. And then when he says thank you, the house lights go off. And then a split second later, the colorful club lights come back on and the music begins anew. Welcome to Shrimp and Crits. Thank you for listening. Hey, it's me again. Do you remember me? My name's Ian. I'm your MC for this game. This is Tallahassee Nights. This is episode one. We recorded it a long time ago. It's been posted to our Patreon for quite a while. And you folks, you, our general audience, will only get to listen to this first episode. It's a little tease. So if you like it, consider joining our Patreon. You can join for as little as $5 a month, and you get access to all of our bonus content. 
Tallahassee Nights has been a lot of fun to make. Unfortunately, we've had some scheduling issues. So for those of you who are patrons and you have been enjoying it, uh, we have decided that after we finish Arcadia, we are going to stop everything and just finish recording Tallahassee Nights for our Patreon audience. So sorry that it's been kind of a slow roll. I am very excited to get through the mini campaign because it is super cool and I have some awesome plans and I know that my players are going to react in exciting ways because I have the best players in the world in Cap, Ryan, and Katie. So I don't I don't want to keep this pretty brief. Sorry about the scheduling hitch in general. I am going to Spain for my honeymoon, so I'm very excited to spend some time with my wonderful wife. But I am sorry that it interrupts the regularness of our schedule. But don't worry, we are getting back to Arcadia, November 20th. There's just a few more episodes of Arcadia left. Cap's doing such a great job running this very tense and very, uh, very scary campaign. So I hope you all are enjoying Arcadia. Uh, yeah, like I said, I want to keep this pretty brief, but, you know, you can find us on the social medias at Shrimp and Crits. The weird ones are Blue Sky, which you can find us at ShrimpandCrits.com, Mastodon at ShrimpandCrits at PodVibes.co. Uh, if you haven't already, please rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. We are a bi-weekly show, and like I said, that next episode's gonna be out November 20th. See you then! Bo, you are, like, right next to, I mean, you're probably, like, ten yards away from him. There are more barriers between you and him and his little private balcony. You probably would know it's not totally wise for you to approach this man under your current guise. Uh, You do get a better glimpse of his face than anyone else. So if you would like to roll, put a face to a name, you can. There are kind of risks involved with that but it depends on if you want to have known him before so what would i be like what would the modifier be on this uh their faction so his faction is knight yes i have zero knight um i do not want to do that fair enough (laughs) i will tell you that you see that his skin looks particularly sallow it looks like very dry and it looks almost like pale Jerky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but he continues into presumably his office. There's some kind of nicer doors that he opens and closes behind him. What else is there to see up here? Uh, you would continue on. The current path you're on, you just passed this guard, leads to a door that leads into the kind of restricted areas of the club, you know, the places where only employees would go. All right, I'm going to go check out the AC. Great. In those restricted areas. Yeah, immediately when you go through that door, you see a pretty well-lit hallway. Like, the lighting is different. As soon as um, Wes spoke to his club, the lights came back on, the DJ started playing again, the vibe of the dark, dingy vampire monster hangout uh, returned. Uh, But as soon as you go through this door, it is uh, maybe not like totally 100% bright, but there, you know, no party lights. It's just more of a liminal space. Um, And there's several offshoot rooms. I think as you walk through the hallway, you see something that resembles an office room. To the right, you see 
sort of a little lounge area with a door that, based on the trajectory of where you're walking, probably leads to Wes's office. And then if you continue on back, you might, you might actually uh, find an AC unit, but you're welcome to look around here. I don't think there's any employees. Yeah, I'll poke my head in doors as I'm going. Why don't we have you uh, investigate a place of power? Uh, so this is another faction roll. When you investigate a place of power, roll with the faction that owns it. On a hit, you see below the surface to the reality underneath. On the 10+, plus, you can ask the MC one question about the schemes and politics of the faction in question. Um, doesn't say what happens on a miss, but obviously I'll be able to take some kind of move here. This is also a night roll, but you're at least not dealing with some someone as powerful as Wes. Yeah. All right. That is a seven. Okay, so that's a hit. As you pass over the threshold that would lead to that lounge that leads then to Wes's office, you see somebody in there, and she doesn't notice you right away. She is a woman, but she is quite hairy, kind of like the <laughs> kind of like the guard you interacted with earlier. And you actually, her face is tilted downward, but you see that she has kind of an elongated snout. But yeah, anyway, you hear her on the phone. She's talking to somebody, and she says, "Okay, you'll be here soon. All right, good." And then she hangs up. So, like, basically what I'm getting at is there's some kind of reinforcements coming here. And you can put that together by what Wes said. He says that they're handling it. They handle their own business, etc. Okay. If you approach her, you will definitely be noticed, but I think you can kind of continue on. Yeah, I'll just keep moving down. So that's noted. Yeah, I'm just going to keep moving down, peeking my head in different doors. You see various, like, storage closets and things. There is a, uh, I, I, when you round a bend, I think you hear some commotion from downstairs, like, uh, com- you know, like, busy kitchen commotion, like uh, the employees are downstairs working away, and there would be, like, kind of a back route down there uh, mm-hmm. in this hallway. You also see, I think you would find a security room back here. Nice. And there's like a roof access if you, you know, if you need to get up there. But I would like to take a look at that security room. So you go in and you see the live cameras and you see a few tapes strewn about uh, on tables. Uh, It seems like somebody was working here pretty like frantically, if that makes sense. Yeah. I guess if you look to try and find the tape from what happened earlier, it's gone. Yeah. Okay. I would still want to grab a couple tapes. Okay. And throw them in the pocket of my robe. Great. My mentality is just see the ins and outs of this club. Awesome. Yeah, and you see scenes of the dance floor. You see views of the private booth that are above accessible on the other side of the catwalk. You see shots of the bar, you know, clearly focused on the registers, uh, things like that. You see the other rooms of this place, too, I guess. You see nothing of Wes's office. You do see sort of like an employee lounge. All right, that's what I'm looking for. 
is anyone in the employee lounge right now that I can see? I think as you watch it, even for a moment, you see that it uh, a bartender like kind of walks through and then walks out. It's not like permanently occupied, but it also is not the most uh, hidden place. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'd, I I want to head downstairs, like head towards like the kitchen and stuff. You know, I think I'm thinking too much into it, but I really want to find like deep freezers and walk-ins and see what they look like. Cool. I think as you head down there, we'll head back to Rave and Les. You two just saw Wes make this announcement, and then the lights come back on and the party return. Uh, I think all the bartenders instantly, like, they know what Wes says goes. They all go right back to pouring drinks, um, whereas they weren't really serving anyone in the time that everyone was confused. All right, Rafe, I want to go look out back. That's where I saw Noel last time. Um, Do you want to come with me? There's people missing. You want to go outside? Yeah, um... A lot of people go and smoke out, out back, so I know that's how Noel kind of lured me out there, so. So you want to find the vampire again? Rave, I need answers. I don't know what's going on with me. Oh, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> okay, perfect. You, you have a very positive attitude. I'm walking away. Hi, Mario. <laughs> okay, oh. I'm right behind you. Yeah, I think that at this point, the uh, once Wes made this announcement for things to go back to normal, the bodyguards quit guarding the doors. So yeah, you can totally go out to the smoking. Uh, there's probably like a deck. It's not necessarily, you know, the front entrance. I pull out a cigarette and I just put it in my mouth. I don't light it because I don't understand it, but it looks cool. So I'm just going to put it in my mouth. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> are, are there other people out here? Uh, there's lots of, yeah, there's lots of people. Okay. I think that um, plenty of people were probably waiting to smoke until they were, you know, finally let outside. But I think as, uh, immediately after you go out there, someone leans over and goes, Hey, you smell like Christmas. Leans over to who? To which one of us? I mean, you're both together. Oh. But I think I think if you turn around, he's looking at you, Les. The fuck does that mean? You seen her? Christmas? Have I seen who? You do look a little fresh. Noel, the boss, have you seen her? Oh, that's code. Noel, get it? Who's your friend? I turn around, I'm looking, I'm like, who's the friend? This is Rave there. Looking for Joe. Have you seen a Joe? Uh, Joe is the bartender here. Yeah, he makes a mean martini, but um, you, I haven't seen him you since see him the tonight? lights did the weird thing. But he was here before then. Yes, he. I saw him tonight, yeah. <laughs> he made me a drink. You need to try and let people answer the first question before you ask the second one. Are you giving me advice right now? Yes. Have you seen Noel? I came. I came here to meet her. She was supposed to be here, and she's never, she's never, ever flaked on me before. So I don't know, unless she's just fucking with me. I mean, 
have you seen her or not? I, I don't have time for some fresh kid to be fucking with me here. Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for her too. I just have, I have questions. I saw her a few days ago here. I thought she might be back. Why are you calling me fresh? You're fresh. You're, you're new, right? I mean. Fresh is a compliment. Oh, not that fresh. Sometimes. You're newly one of us. I haven't seen you out on the streets or anything like that. And you, you don't look good yet, so you must be fresh. Well, that's rude. <laughs> I love having this conversation with a surrogate <laughs> who just chimes in. It's very good. <laughs> one of us, yeah. I'm, I guess I'm new. Fresh. I just have some questions is all. Well, kid, I don't have time to be your daddy, so uh, I gotta go find Noel. Things have gotten kind of bad tonight, so I hope she's around here somewhere. Wait, what else have you heard? I mean, so he's don't leave. <laughs> looking kind of shifty, but he starts to walk back into the club. Um, do, what, do you do anything to try and get him to stay, other than, because I think he just kind of, like, shrugs you off. Rave. What? What's your name? <laughs> um, let me see. What is his name? I'm going to go to my new sheet that I made. Oh my gosh, he made a sheet. You can just call me M. Listen, M, um, is there a place where people like us meet up or anything? A place where I could learn something more? He's pretty ready to brush you off. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like promises, like you're telling him that you're kind of ready to meet with them or whatever um, and be part of their group. So why don't you persuade an NPC? Just plus heart. That is seven on the dice plus one is an eight. Then they modify the terms of the deal or demand a debt. Look, Noel is in charge. She's going to tell you everything. Um, I'm not some kind of welcoming committee. I'm not a teacher. I'm not a, not a fucking mentor, okay? That's not what I'm looking for. I'll tell you where we meet, but you're going to owe me. You got it. Well, let me first tell you, kid, because now I know you're new. Don't go accepting debts like this all the time. It's going to get you killed real quick. The video store over on... Abraham Street. The kid that works there, he's under our control. He props the door open when he leaves. Thanks. Thanks, Sam. And he goes back inside. Hey, look, you... You, you know I didn't, like, lead you here on purpose, right? It's like, I wasn't trying to, like, get you to become a vampire. This is just a... It's a cool bar. You, you talk a whole lot, right? I flick my fake cigarette. My unlit cigarette. It's not fake. Is your friend Joe out here? Do you see him? No. This sucks. <laughs> That's funny. This is funny. You're going to be such a good what? vampire. <laughs> you said that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. That's, that's, that's something. Are you a vampire? Nah, man. Do I look like a vampire? 
I truly don't know what a vampire looks like. Are my teeth bigger? I, like, open my mouth. He does have pointy teeth. Long, pointy fangs. Maybe you should talk to that old guy. I've been here a lot, and I've never seen that guy. I think he's here for you. Wait, I think... Wait. There's a guy upstairs. What is... He didn't even look at me. No, not not lipless. Oh, the crazy old guy in the bathroom. Yeah, that guy. The bathroom guy. That's right. He's really easy to describe. He's disheveled, and he has a very odd manner of talking. It's a matter of opinion. (laughs) Does he know where Joe is, maybe? Yeah, I gotta find Joe. You're a little all over the place, aren't you? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm gonna walk back inside. Stop eating those cigarettes, please. It's very disgusting. <laughs> just chewing it's not how you on do it at all. <laughs> Stop chewing on them, please. <laughs> Everyone is looking at you. And I guess we're going back inside. I think as you were having this conversation, you witnessed several motorcycles pulling up around the street and parking in front of the bar. There's probably a fence around this area. It's kind of like a back patio kind of situation. But you would have seen them and noticed that a big group has just arrived on motorcycles. Can I see if I recognize any of them? Do you know a lot of bikers? Well, I do drive my dirt bike around, and I'm sure they're not too kind about that. So when you look out through the fence, they are your stereotypical bikers, right? Like they've got Mm -hmm. the leather jackets, uh, spiky helmets, uh, things like that. You notice that all of them have helmets on at least the ones that haven't already you know because this was they were pulling up kind of as you were talking as you were having the conversation Uh, so there's only a few stragglers left outside Uh, no one really to recognize they either have their backs to you um, or their helmets on Um, but you see the uh, you see they each have a back patch uh, a design sort of like a wolf kind of figure that's riding a bike on the back and it says the Mississippi Dogman. That's a sweet jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is about to get very interesting, Rave. Let's go inside. As you head back inside, let's head back to our wild old man who's in the kitchen. <laughs> Bo, you walk down the stairs and, you know, you've seen a lot of back of house places, Ryan. Mm-hmm. It's So it's kind of like an open situation. Uh, I mean, that being said, there's not... This isn't like a restaurant, so the kitchen kitchen isn't huge, but they do serve, you know, probably burgers and hot dogs or whatever. I don't know what cheese sticks, cheese, yeah, mozzarella sticks and whatnot. And you see that there's kind of like a hallway that leads out to the employee part of the parking lot that has a little uh, a little locker room. None of y'all mind me. I'm going to try my best not to get in the way. I'm just here to look at the ventilation system. Um, uh, you're here in a bathrobe to look at our ventilation system. It was an emergency call, and I'm not a young man anymore. (laughs) And you're adding more to the bill, my friend. I think that's a threat. I'm going to say persuade an NPC, which is plus art. (laughs) That's not going to go well. (laughs) 
Oh, well, it's, it could go, it's going to go neutral. Hey, that's a 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, I definitely don't want to lose my job. I just fry the cheese sticks, so just do your thing. Let the professionals handle the business. And I will let you handle yours. Do you just head back to that employee locker area? Uh, is there a walk-in? Oh, yeah, sure. I would like to peek my head in the walk-in. It is directly across. Just see if there's any anything out of the ordinary. You see normal stuff, for sure, but you also see, like, frozen blood packets kind of hidden off to the side. Maybe you, I would have made you roll for that, but I feel like you already got a good role on investigate a place of power for this particular place of power. So I feel like you can already see sort of the things that might be missed by someone not looking for it, if that makes sense. I would like to pocket one of those things of blood. Awesome. Well, I mean, not awesome, but... Yeah, I mean, it's not a great (laughs) thing, but I would like to pocket one of those. Completely normal. (laughs) And then I will head to the employee locker area. You get back there, and um, it's kind of just like a cluttered mess. Uh, There are some totally empty lockers. Uh, None of them, I don't think, have locks on them. I don't know. Um, I think that they're just like cubbies for employees to put their stuff Are you looking for anything in particular here? I would like to see if there's any labeled lockers. I know there's not because that's not how it ever works. But any lockers that say Joe on them or. Right. (laughs) Let's have you. Okay, this is a different place of power. Let's have you investigate a place of of power. Uh, Definitely, by the way, also definitely mark night. Anytime you roll with a faction, you're supposed to mark that box on your sheet because that's how you level up. Oh, okay. Once you've interacted with all four factions, you get to level up. So why don't we have you investigate a place of power again? And it's still night here. Okay. Well, that's a four. <laughs> Before you get the chance to look through these lockers, you hear someone behind you. Well, hey there, Mr. Air Condition Repairman, or was it the grease traps you were here to clean up? No, ma'am, you've got it right. I'm here for the air conditioning unit. You turn around and you see the woman you saw up in the lounge area next to Wes's office. She says, uh, she looks at you, and she, you see now fully, her face looks like that of a cocker spaniel maybe slightly more human and there's a weird uncanny valley thing happening here and she goes what's your name hun my name's lassie uh, my friends know me as Bo. it's a pleasure to meet you lassie <laughs> i can't wait till rave meets this person <laughs> <laughs> well Bo, you do seem to be quite the resourceful man I wonder if you might be interested in helping me out here. I'm here to listen. Several people in this club have gone missing tonight, as I'm sure you and most of the patrons here are aware. Uh, And to be honest, we've called on my brother and his little band of fools. But 
I don't think they're going to cut it. Yes, my dear. This has been made apparent to me, and why I may be doing a little uh, reconnaissance of sorts outside of the air con- very successful air conditioning business that I run. I appreciate a man who sticks to his guns, Bo. Yes, I've uh, I've been around the block a time or two, Lassie. My brother and his crew, they they don't have quite the the subtlety that I think it'll take to get to this job. So you know nothing of these disappearances? I know they happened. I know one of our bartenders went missing. And I know that... Let me check my sheet here real quick. Oh, did you go inside? It's okay, Lassie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I'm not gonna tell. I know that four people are missing. Three of them were just here to party. One of them worked here. Bartender Joe, I need you to figure out where they went, Bo. And here's the thing, I need you to not tell Wes that I'm getting you to help. I understand that completely. So, Lassie, what you're telling me is, I need you to be very clear. Do you suspect this to be an inside job? (laughs) No, no. Goodness, no, I... Wes is a lot of things, but if anything, he has his own self-interest in mind. I'd, if he were to do something like this, he wouldn't have targeted one of his own employees. You do sense some, possibly some hesitance, a, a twinge of, of doubt there. Forgive me, Lassie, but I am an old man. I've lived through many things. Sometimes you don't know exactly what someone's true intentions can lead them to do. Never write anything off. My daddy taught me that one. Well, we write a lot of things off here. The booze, you know. (laughs) Yes, that was a, uh, that was a metaphor, Lassie. Or is it a metaphor? It's neither here nor there. I will help you find your people. Is there any way you can aid me? I think my brother will be arriving here pretty soon, Bo. And like I said, he's not subtle. As subtle as a man as you. Well, if things get hairy, then uh, and Wes takes notice of you. He's on edge right now. I don't know what he'll do, so... To be honest with you, I think it might be best if you come back to do any more poking around you're going to do tomorrow or even the next day. You understand? Yes. Well, Lassie, it has been a pleasure to speak with you. You'll be hearing from me soon. When things quiet down, I can give you a little bit more information, but I'd rather you not get caught back here by anyone other than me or one of the employees. Completely understandable. Do you know which one of these belonged to Joseph? Joe? Joseph? Joel? <laughs> Joel? Humor an old man. Do you know which one of these lockers belongs to Joe? Like I said, darling, I, I love Wes, but if he catches you down here, 
It's not good for either of us. If you come back when it's safe, if we arrange something, you can look through Joe. Joel. <laughs> you can look through Joe's locker all you want. Well, I'll tell you what. If you find Joe's locker, take a peek inside. Let me see what's in there. I'll report back to you another day. Are you trying to persuade an NPC? Yes. Okay. Basically asking her to take the things out and give them to me. Sure. Okay. Yeah, roll plus heart. That is an eight. How about I bring them to you later? I'll get it all packed up. I'll bring it to you tomorrow, wherever you choose. Hey, that sounds fantastic. You stay anywhere? You live live someplace? You'll see me. <laughs> I, mean, I really like that as a t- time to cut. <laughs> Rave, Les, you head back into the club, and it's pretty noticeable. You know, most people are dressed to hang out, dressed to party, but you see these bikers with various... Dog faces uh, take up posts around, you know, near doors, by the bars. Most of them are just kind of watching. You see, each of them has uh, a patch on their sleeve uh, that says, uh, you know, presumably their names. It's things like uh, Buddy and uh, Ginger and uh, Patches, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> but you do see that one of them is already picking a fight with your friend, M. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, they're kind of getting into a little bit of a scrum. What do you do? A friend is a strong word. Acquaintance, if anything. <laughs> but you do owe him, so maybe you should... As you watch, as you consider what to do, this... Uh, character, this biker is like shoving him. Uh, then I'm going to grab the nearest empty bottle off of a table nearby, and well, I guess I'll just run up and hit the dog guy with it because he's not like in his face talking loud. He's like hitting him, right? Yeah. In fact, I think as you're running up, he like pushes him to the ground. Yeah, and I'll run up behind and just beer bottle against the back of the head. Okay. The soft, adorable dog head. Why, why don't you... Yeah, he's got kind of like a... He's so fucking cute. I hate to do this. Like a pug. He's got a pug uh, face. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry, Dale. Is his name Dale? <laughs> why don't you roll Unleash an Attack? I don't... Is that a move? Oh, that is a move. Plus wow. blood, yeah. Cool. Should be something you're good at. That's really up to the dice. Ooh, that's six on the dice. Plus two is eight. Awesome. Unleash an attack is distinctly different from Monster of the Week's kick some ass uh, because you don't, by default, inflict harm to each other. This is you uh, purely attacking the dog man. So on a hit, you inflict harm as established and choose one. Uh, You can either inflict terrible harm or take something from them. Uh, On a seven to nine, you also have to choose one. They inflict harm on you or you find yourself in a bad spot. Uh, I mean, I think this makes total sense. I find myself in a bad spot. His name is actually Spot. You find yourself with a bad spot. I get it. 
That's super fucking hilarious, man. Spot takes one harm. You also get to choose either inflict terrible harm or take something from them. Oh, on a hit. Um, and take something from them doesn't need to be literal. Um, I'm going to take their attention away from M, I think. Yeah, okay, totally fair. Like, when Spot turns around, M will probably, like, lock eyes with me. And I'm going to do the head tilt towards the back door. Like, you go that way to M. Sure, yeah, yeah. I think M is, like, kind of getting his footing. And, okay, let me go ahead and just put everybody in the same room here. Let's say that... Bo, you come out from the employee area by the bar on the far side of the room, but you do see this commotion. The music hasn't stopped, but you do see Leslie coming to this sort of defenseless guy's uh, help. And obviously, Raven, you are there as well. Um, so anybody can act here. The guy, the biker, is uh, looking very upset, and he's just getting ready. I don't think he even is grabbing a weapon or anything. I think he's just going to uh, fight. Does this particular biker dog look that of a cocker spaniel? Yeah, this one is. Yeah, this one's like a pug, and uh, he has the name tag on his shirt that says Spot. I should have asked Lassie what her brother's name was. I did not do that. I was just rude. <laughs> Rave is not a fighter. So I think they have kind of slipped away from this scene towards the bar again. Sure. So using the spells, how do holds work? Yes. Uh, so the wizard, I love the way the wizard works. You use your move channeling so you can channel and collect your magics. You roll with spirit. On a 10 plus, you hold three. On a seven to nine, you hold three, but essentially get a drawback. Um, On a miss, you hold one. So even on a miss, you hold one, but then you can't channel anymore. So this is sort of you collecting your powers, charging up your laser, so to speak. Uh, So if you want to do that, go ahead and roll with spirit. Yes, I would like to walk up next to Les, and I want to well i guess i'll go ahead and just roll to see how many holds i have sure and then i'll say how many cool things i do (laughs) uh plus spirit that sucks that is a six okay uh but you still get to hold one which is nice uh do tell me though i'm curious what does charging up your magic look like here have you seen those like crazy staffs that like fit in your pocket oh it's kind of like a baton like a yeah like the click staff and you just like click it and it just like instantly big ass staff that's amazing i want to have one of those and i just want to pull it out of my pocket just click and it's like my wizard staff instantly yeah maybe it like even kind of looks arcane in some way like it's not necessarily a futuristic thing it's advanced but also may have been made a hundred years ago something like that yeah like it definitely like emits an energy when i extend it amazing but i'm just coming up and i'm going to use shielding on less okay less you get plus one armor is i guess does it all does all of your magic come from this staff like you use it as a channeling device kind of thing 
I don't think it all just comes from the staff, but I use it to enhance it. Does that make sense? Like, I can use magic without the staff. Yeah. That's your arcane focus. I use magic much easier, like, through it. Awesome. But what this scene is, is me walking up and getting between the both of them and popping out my staff and smashing it on the floor. And I've been quiet old man the whole time, but then I just shout, That is enough! <laughs> and my voice, like, booms. What does this armor manifest like? I think it quite literally looks like an arcane shield. It's like a very thin layer of, like, an arcane shield in front of you. Very cool. So, like, it's not form-fitting. It's just kind of like a wall in front of him. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. I believe you know Lassie. She has put me on this case. And you will see yourself away from it. I think that other bikers are... They were ready to just kind of let Spot do his thing. But now when this display of magic happens, more of them kind of take notice. I think you see Spot kind of look aggressive. Like, Spot seems like they are not going to chill here. But you hear from the stairs that lead up to the front door, um, kind of just slightly above you, like a split level above you, uh, you hear, That is quite enough. Spot, get back in your place. And you look up and you see a Cocker Spaniel dog man with the name tag Fido. Indeed. Are they all like moving in on us? Not anymore. When boss says that's enough, they all go right back into their posts. Where's M? Is he gone? I think, yeah. You look back and he's gone. Okay. I think he used this as an opportunity to get the that's fuck perfect. out. No, that's good. <laughs> Hopefully he'll remember that. I presume you to be brother? Yes. I don't know what my sister's game is. But you better get out of here. Yes. I think we will do just that. Won't we, my friends? Yeah, let's, uh... I think it's time to go. We will be on our way. If you need my assistance for anything, most know me as Bo. Yeah, will do, old man. Why don't you get out? Come now, young man. Let us be on our way. We have much to discuss. Okay, I think at this point I see Les and Bo like heading towards the door, and I'm just going to say... Hey, if if Joe turns up, tell him Rave's looking for him. And to page me. Yeah, you saw Bo in my opening thing. Um, Joe. What did I Joe, say? Joe, Bo, and Les. Did I say Bo? Oh, damn it. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Johnny Dottie. 
Joe Bo, Bo, Joe, West, and West. West, West. <laughs> I'm so confused. Why do we put ourselves in these holes? Mm-hmm.